Hello and welcome to the Beyond Resilience Life podcast, a show about life adversity, how to overcome it and transform your life. This is your host, Dr. Lidiana Garcia, a licensed psychologist in Los Angeles, California. And even though my hope is to deliver information that can be helpful for you to overcome adversity and transform your life, it is not meant to be a substitute for being diagnosed and treated by a licensed mental health, medical, and related professional. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Beyond Resilience Live. As I was thinking, ending this month of the Women History Month, and I was like, what episode should I do? Then I posted this post on my personal Facebook about stop hustling and start just having pleasure as a woman. And then I remember I do have an amazing cousin and she is also a doctor, which I'll introduce in a second. And she's all about pleasure. And I was like, I have to have my amazing, one of my best friends growing up, my cousin, Dr. Damari Suazo in here to talk about that so that way we can finish this month strong and we can start thinking about pleasure and having fun and ease is so important for us women. I see that even as a way of breaking patterns, breaking intergenerational trauma, breaking patriarchy and all this bullshit. And this one we might curse, so <laughs> whatever. Alrighty, so without any further ado, I am so happy and so honored. And this is like, oh my God, I feel like I'm back at my grandma's house, I might get a little teary-eyed when we used to play and act. We always used to act as we were older and Damaris was always into pleasure stuff and boyfriends and kissing the wall and all those kind of things. But now we're like both have a PhD and in different areas, but we're here talking. So thank you so much, my amazing, beautiful cousin, Dr. Damaris Suasa. Thank you for joining us. I'm so happy to be here. Now you, you know, narrating all the things we did together when we were growing up. Now I'm a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, well, we did have an amazing childhood. Like every time yeah, I like, think of my childhood, I think of. So yeah, if I get yeah. teary as well, you know, I miss you. Yeah. Oh my God, Terry. <laughs> yeah, no, we were only a year apart. And then I don't remember how old I was when her parents built a house next to mine, literally. But growing up, it was the four of us, my sister, her sister, and then an older cousin that she was too cool to spend with time because she was like five years older than us when we were growing up. But then we incorporated in our 20s. But, but yeah, so. So Damaris, can you tell us a little bit about you and what do you do? Well, as you mentioned, I've been always been very interested in this type of topic, like pleasures and boyfriends and boys and girls and all that. But interestingly, I finished my PhD, as you mentioned, in chemistry because I did love science back when I was growing up. And I decided to finish a PhD because I always had this thing inside of me, like this need of for me to teach. So I did enjoy a lot my chemistry courses and I wanted to become a doctor because I wanted to teach students in a different way. That has always been my approach. Like I want students to feel comfortable in the classroom. I want them to feel empowered. I don't want them to feel intimidated. I don't want them, them to feel embarrassed. Like, I don't know how it was your experience growing up, but I did have some professors that did teach me a lot. Like I learned a lot from them. They were awesome. But that other part of empowering students, that was not there. 
and I wanted to make a difference. So that's why I decided to become a chemistry professor. And I'm currently teaching at one of the top universities in Puerto Rico. I'm teaching chemistry at that university. But also, when I had my first, my firstborn, her name is Emma, my life changed. And I went through postpartum depression. And as a student, I was a graduate student by the time. I needed some extra money and I decided to start in this direct sale company that empowers women and talks about sexuality. And I was a customer. I was a customer for years before I decided. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Let's put the secret out there. (laughs) I was a customer for years before I decided to become part of the company. So I did enjoy the educational part of the company, like talking to women about their body, sexuality, like loving themselves. And I wanted to be part of it. At the beginning, it was like just a hobby because you know what? I was, you know, close to finishing my PhD. So I thought of this as a hobby. But as I started getting more into the teaching women and helping women, I decided to stay. So I've been a consultant for seven years now and uh, a chemistry professor for five. So I've been juggling both at the same time. (laughs) Thank you for sharing. And I know for anyone that's listening that sometimes you feel that if you have a hat in an area that it feels weird to wear another hat in something else and how can you integrate? And that's part of, I would say, of this whole idea. I would not necessarily blame it all to patriarchy, but that idea that women have put on themselves and how we need to like be equal to men or people with penises and have to like follow just one thing and women in in that feminine side is usually more of a little bit of different things and juggling so thank you for that so today we're gonna be juicy so it's all about that so we're gonna go straight to it we're gonna talk about pleasure Damaris why do you think it's so important to consider pleasure as part of well-being well You know, pleasure gives you tons of positive things in your body. Like, let's talk chemically. Like you, I don't know how to say it in English, segregate or liberate or release. That's the word I think I was looking for. You release tons of chemicals that are good for you. And we don't talk about this enough. Like when you talk to women about giving themselves like self-pleasure and all that, many feel very uncomfortable about the topic or even just imagine it it, you know, but for men, it's not like that. For men, it's like obvious, like, of course, if I have something in front of me, why not give it pleasure to it? But then for women, it's completely different. And sometimes when I talk about this to women, I start with the scientific facts of it for them to be a little bit open or for them to open up to the idea of enjoying the body that they have, which is beautiful and amazing. So, so yeah, it helps just for the scientific fact of all the, those chemicals that are released when you have pleasure that makes you happier on, it makes you a better person. If you're happy, you're just better. (laughs) That's a good one. Yes. You know, right now we're in a pandemic and I bet cortisol levels are really high. And what's the other one that you release when you're very anxious right now? I'm blinking. Anyways, all these neurotransmitters and hormones and all these kind of things that are related to stress. So having that pleasure can, from a chemical, thank you for bringing that part, can help you release those, which I'm assuming is like dopamine and all those kind of ones. Yeah. So what about self-pleasure? Let's go straight to it. Why is it so important? First of all, 
you cannot show someone or tell someone where to go unless you have been there, right? So sometimes we expect our partners to be responsible for our pleasure. And for me, that's very, like, it's not okay. Like, yes, your partner should be there connecting with you and both should receive pleasure. But it's not okay to just make responsible, like make your partner responsible for your pleasure or your satisfaction. So knowing yourself, knowing what you like, knowing how you like it will allow you to express yourself in a better way so you can guide your partner and together enjoy whatever it is that you want to achieve when you're when you're intimate right and not only just for guiding your partner because now we're thinking that we're, we're we are with someone but not all the time we're with someone and it's very interesting that once people have a partner they think they don't have to give themselves pleasure anymore. Like give them, you know, self-pleasure is out of the table once they have a partner, because since they're with someone, they don't have to enjoy themselves or by themselves. Right. And I always encourage women to keep knowing themselves because when we start growing and developing and the years passes by, your body changes, your mentality changes. That means that your way of enjoying yourself and how you achieve that satisfaction changes as well. And we don't spend enough time. This is a very important <laughs> yeah. fact, you know, because a lot of times people expect, you know, whatever I did in my teens, in my early 20s, my continue. And thank you for sharing that part. I haven't put that in perspective. And for those of you that are like, okay, are we talking? Yes, we're talking about masturbation. <laughs> That's what we're talking about right now. Um, and I know you mentioned that a lot of women kind of feel uncomfortable with it. And that when they start working with your services, you start with the chemistry. What are other things that you do to help them ease into exploring themselves and just in general to be okay with pleasure? Well, not only the chemical part of it, but also the physical part of it. Like, let's be honest, things start to get different down there. And your vaginas are not as tight anymore. So masturbating, like now you put it out there, masturbating and giving yourself pleasure allows you as well to tighten that vaginal muscle. Why? Because when you have orgasms, you are straining those muscles. And sometimes women, if they have a partner, they expect their partner to take you know, control of it. But if they're by themselves, it's like, oh, it's just that I don't have a partner anymore. So why even bother? I'm like, why even bother? You have to take care of your vagina. You know, you have to keep it strong. Like the same way you have to exercise your whole body, you have to exercise your vagina as well, because there's some other conditions that can come from not having a strong vagina. So yeah, so I always talk about the science part first, and then I talk more about the, you know, now that you're doing it anyway, why don't you allow yourself to have some, you know, a good time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so important that you're bringing because in therapy, like when I work with older folks and they start talking about all those changes in their bodies, part of me goes like, why my mom never talked about that? Why my grandma never talked about that? It was more like, I'm assuming that they eventually did not have sex or enjoy it. But even, you know, with birth, like the prolapse and different things. So it's really important to keep. And 
the incontinence that a lot of women experience in their like one of the OBG was like mid 40s, 50s is like you might be surprised that there's a lot of women wearing kind of diapers, you know, like adult diapers. And I was like, wait, what? Why don't we talk about this? So having orgasm and self-pleasure can help keep those muscles tight. So that way you don't have any prolapse or issues with that. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Actually, when um, yeah. not only just orgasms by themselves, like not only I stimulating externally, I always tell women like they should stimulate internally as well. And you will go like, why? I'm like, well, because I have had women whose doctor has told them, like, go by yourself, a vibrator or something, because their vaginal canals start closing because they're not having any penetration anymore. And that's a canal because that was made for something to go in or out. And if you're not doing that anymore, time passes by. And then for some reason, you will start having these issues. And so that's what I tell women, like, let's start with the scientific fact that the benefits for you, like, if you don't want to masturbate, let's say that that's against your beliefs. And then we can talk about that. Why don't you put your toy or a sexual instrument inside of your vagina? Just turn it on for a couple of minutes, you know, think of it like a therapy and then turn it off and that's it. But if you like it. Just go with it. <laughs> I love that. What <laughs> if you like it? Yeah, you know, there's those, how do they call them? The yogi eggs, yoni eggs? Yeah, those bamboo that... balls and the yogi eggs. Those are good. Yeah, and they say that it's really helpful. And they come in different shapes. Some of them are big for, yeah. You want to know something interesting? I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, tell us, tell us, tell us. When I talk about this, about straightening your vagina and, you know, doing the exercises and all that, I have had women who, you know, get their the balls and the bang wobbles and all that. So once you put them in, you have to contract your muscles and then release and contract and release and contract and release. And one of them told me, you know what? I had like small orgasms doing that. I'm like, yeah, I expected that because you know what? When you put that in and you're contracting and releasing, you are also stimulating the vaginal canal. So yeah, you can actually enjoy and have pleasure from exercising. And there's nothing bad about it. Like that would be like cherry on top. And when you talk about there's nothing bad about it, let's spend a little time there because I bet, I mean, there's also, you know, trigger warning for anyone that experienced any kind of rape or sexual abuse. That is like a different subject in itself. And, you know, the journey of experiencing pleasure. But in general, as women, I, I hear that it happens a lot, you know, that and I mean, how you were brought up and how I was brought up was very against even having this discussion. I'm even thinking like, oh, my God, if my parents are hearing us, it's me. <laughs> you know, but it, it was very against. So what was your journey to overcome that? Oh, my. <laughs> Sorry, I just. <laughs> have to go there. Let's say that I always struggled with my sexuality because I always found or found myself very sexual. I did enjoy my body. And as a teenager, I don't mind talking about this because there, there's someone out there who probably will, you know, feel connected to where we're talking. As a teenager, I did feel the urge to give myself pleasure. And I did sometimes. And then I felt bad because you're not supposed to have, you know, worldly thoughts or desire or those kind of things. So I felt bad every time I did it. But then I had this urge and I wanted to wait not to be with someone just because of it. And that's something that I talk a lot with women as well, because we 
now women are waiting more to like get married or be with a partner for the long run. And some of them, they just, they don't want to be with many people just to enjoy their body. So I always talk to them, especially those young ones, 20, 25, like have a toy, have a sexual instrument so you can enjoy and wait for the person you actually want to share your body with. So I did struggle since I was a teenager. And then when I got married, I felt better because you know what? I'm married, (laughs) but that should not be it. Like you should not like that. Yeah. I remember, I think your mom once kind of like, I think it was, I think it was Becky or someone that was getting married. And I don't know how I ended up in that conversation of, I think it was your mom because she's a biology teacher. Now she also has a PhD and kind of like talking very from the scientific and giving like, even talking about like, if you go to church, you can have sex before. And in my mind, I was like, this is so confusing because that's the message. It's like you hold yourself. And then as soon as you're married, then you have to become kind of the slot ish or kind of like explore all these things that for the longest, if you follow that, you had to like hold back. And in the Latino, Latinx culture, there's a lot of shame. There's a lot of taboos. We don't talk about this. No, we don't. Definitely we don't. And so, yeah. So that's something I talk to young women as well, because some have come to me like, I need something because I want to have sex, but I'm just dating. I'm not sure I want to sleep with those. And and I need something because my body is asking for it. Like, I need to be satisfied. I'm like, you know what? This is the safest way for you to be satisfied until you feel comfortable of sharing your body. I always tell them to share because you're sharing your body with someone. That doesn't mean you necessarily love them, but you do enjoy what you're doing with your body, with your body with them. So you're sharing your whole being. So yeah, but that's something that is a topic that definitely goes back. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And for anyone that's listening and also thinking like, you know, before I get there, I would even say like start enjoying little things, even if it's not pleasure, be a sexual like experiences but even if it's like enjoying your coffee and like really savoring it and enjoying the bath changing things around you that you can add pleasure into your life so that way you can start feeling a little bit more comfortable if you have struggles going into self-pleasure and masturbation or just enjoying having sex but starting with little things like that that you can start just building up until you can go and Damaris do you have anything like in terms of And you can talk a little bit now about the products that you sell and all that to kind of start helping. Because I know in your company, a lot of it it has to do with bathing and other stuff that can add that sense of pleasure. Actually, while you were talking, I was just an image came into my mind, like showering. Take your shower head and start from your head down until you go to your feet and just stop in every part of your body. Sometimes we shower and we do it so quickly that we do not enjoy how our skin feels when the water that is warm touches our body. Or even a shower gel that actually stimulates your brain, that makes you feel so beautiful and so sexy. And then take your shower head if you have one. If not, allow yourself to start showering just small parts of your body, like put your hands underneath the water. I don't know how you say it. And then your arm, then your shoulder, then your back and all that. And give yourself the opportunity to enjoy your skin and how it feels when the water touches it. And then you will understand or even 
what's the word I'm looking for, like discover that probably there are some parts of your body that feels nicer than others. And wear, wear lingerie. Lingerie that is not necessarily for your partner, it's for you. Remember, your most important sex organ is your brain. So if you wear a lingerie and you look at yourself in the mirror, mirror and you go like, oh my God, what a beautiful and sexy woman, then you start connecting with yourself. Oh, those are so simple and yet so helpful. So thank you. So where can people find you? What are the services, products that you sell? Share with us. Well, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me under Parties by Dammy, D-A-M-Y. You can also find my website, partiesbydami.com. And if you want any other information, you can also write me an email, partiesbydami at gmail.com. If you want to know a little bit more about the products I've mentioned, I did not say their names, but I did mention some stuff that you can use and to enhance that self-pleasure or even pleasure itself. Yeah. So thank you so much. And I'll add the links here in the show notes so you can see them of her website, her Instagram, her email. And I hope this got you start thinking, hmm, what can I do today to bring some pleasure? And again, like lingerie, I'm even thinking like getting your hair done, if that feels good, putting makeup, if that feels good, putting heels, even if you're at home, if that feels good, whatever it is that you can start feeling good doing your nails for me is my nails. I'm, I'm like, I love that now I can use color street because I don't have to go somewhere, but the nails and stuff like that. So thank you so much. And again, this was such a trip. I, I bet down the road we can do like even like a workshop or something to kind of go deeper because I know this is like a bite size. Okay. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here today. Yay. Okay. Until then, everyone, and talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond Resilience Life podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. If you like this episode, please make sure to review it and comment on it and share it with your friends and family. Until next time.